If you ever wanted to start your own podcast, if you ever had a thought in your head and you just felt the entire world needed an opportunity to hear your thoughts and all that kind of great stuff, well, if so, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor Podcasting. It is the easiest platform I have found to make a podcast. They have editing tools, episode creation tools. There's even a green room function. Check it all out. On top of that, they even distribute the whole thing for you for free. The entire thing is free. You can get onto Apple Podcasts. You can get onto Spotify Podcasts, which are, you know, the two that I find get the most traction. Then you get Stitcher and all kinds of other stuff, Blackbox, Whatbox, and all the other boxes that I'm not familiar with. If you are interested in making your own podcast right now, download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Welcome back to the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. I'm your host, OJ. In this episode, Keithy chats with the Uncle Acid of Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. He talks about being on the road again, new music, and what he's been up to during the downtime. Ghost Cult Magazine welcomes in the Uncle Acid, Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. How are you doing today? Not too bad. How's it going? It's going well. Thanks so much for being here. Welcome back to America. Uh, hopefully it's been going well for you guys. Yeah, it's been going great so far. It's nice to be back playing live shows again. Right on. And uh, pretty big venues. I think this is the like maybe the first or second real grand headline tour where you're playing, you know, not opening for a big band or playing clubs. It's uh, theaters. It's actual legit theaters now. So this is a real big, I think this is a big coming out and a big affirmation of, of everything the band has been doing for over 10 years. Yeah, I guess so. It's just slowly progressed uh, up into this point. I mean, we were doing similar size venues. Uh, we did a co-headlining tour a couple of years ago with Graveyard. Uh, and it's, again, it's similar sort of sizes to that. So it's just been a sort of a steady um, you know, increase in popularity, really. And well-deserved. And, you know, I'm sure it's been, you know, such a heavy touring band. I'm sure the last few years was maddening and hard. Like, it's been hard for everybody, obviously. You know, I, I sincerely hope everybody in the band is well at this point. But, yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. And now it seems like everybody's really grabbing us to get back to shows. Yeah, it's just been... Um, you know, we had so many tours that were pushed back and so many plans that were delayed and then cancelled. You know, so it's nice to finally be able to come out and do, you know, do things again. So at this point, in, you know, with over 10 years, even though we've only gotten uh, maybe a single or so since the last record, you guys put a set list together at this point for a headline show, just like with the co-headline show. Now that you have kind of free reign to play a long set, what do you, what do you pull from is it tempting to just lean on the fans yeah. want, or do you mix it up? We mix it. I mean, we've always done that. We've always just played, you know, a few songs from every album. So it's the same on this, this uh, tour. Uh, the, the set list we're doing is probably the longest set list we're doing, like 90 minutes. Um, so there's plenty of, you know, um, room to take as many songs as possible from all the different albums. So everything's covered, basically. You know, all the albums are covered. Uh, and you know, people seem to be really enjoying the set list, so it's uh, it's worked out really well. Nice. It's kind of wild to me for you guys have been around and, you know, over over a dozen years. And Bloodlust Blood was ten years old last year, and I remember when that came out. And I just got the new reissue uh, from uh, Jimmy Radio, Jimmy Metal, uh, and Rise. Oh yeah. Uh, Rise, Rise uh, Records put out the reissue, and then uh, Rise Above, and then uh, next year is ten years for mind control which is just like 
I, I you know, I don't, my, my brain hurts thinking about the time, but also <laughs> like how great it is that you guys are hitting these milestones now. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's gone past so quickly. It's unbelievable, really. But it's nice. It's nice that people still, you know, want to hear what we're doing and want to come and see the show and things like that. So, it's, you know, we've been really lucky that we can still do it. I always feel like, personally, that this genre of music, whatever you want to call it, all the little subgenre titles, tags, I feel like, personally, this music's eternal and, you know, it's never has never weakened. There's always, there's always great bands, new bands emerging, legendary bands. But, it does seem like the last, you know, sort of in the same arc as Uncle Acid, fans have caught up to the genre and the band. And it just seems like these shows that were in little clubs, you know, like I said, 10, 15 years ago, all over the world, they're really huge now. And it's like so great. Yeah, it's great. I mean, that's the, that's the good thing about you know, rock music and, you know, metal. There's always a fan base for that. Um, you know, even when I was getting into this sort of music, you know, people said, oh, it's, it's finished, you know, metal's done and all the rest of it. But, you know, the, these bands are still playing in huge venues and things. Um, so, yeah, it's always going to be there. And sometimes it's nice when it goes underground and, you know, you're playing in clubs and theatres and things like that. It doesn't always have to be mainstream to be successful. So it's nice that we can do that. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about heavy metal. We don't really care. I mean, like, mainstream success would be nice, but really there's only one Black Sabbath, there's only one Iron Maiden. And, you know, at that point, yeah. everybody else is an underground band. But, so, you know, yeah, I, never, yeah, exactly. I never, as a fan and a journalist, I never get to, you know, oh, it'd be nice if we were as big as, you know, Justin Bieber, but like not to bring him up, but just to say that, like, you know, what, you know, would it make, would it change the music? Would it matter? There was a period of time way back in the day when heavy metal stood like on equal ground with like the biggest pop of the day. And sometimes you get a rock song on the radio yeah. but not really oh no 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 definitely not <laughs> no i mean we're surprised that i mean i'm so always surprised that anybody listens to our music so it's it's nice i mean we never when, when i started this band i never thought it would get anywhere near this side um and to sort of sustain that and sort of get you know slowly bigger each time it's you know it's really nice and really unexpected and you know we're happy with that we're happy with this sort of thing you know this sort of level and Obviously, it'd be nice for more people to listen to it and for more people to give it a chance because I think it's good music. I think there's definitely a bigger audience for it, but it just takes time and whatever happens, happens with it, you know? Right on. And so coming over to the States for the first time in a, in a few years, basically, uh, you know, since everything is hopefully, we're emerging hopefully from this very bad time. And obviously, like, the war going on in the world and things like that. I'm just glad to have music to talk about and artists to talk to, but... What do you need to bring with you to ensure a successful tour, at least for your comfort, as much as you can be on the road? Um, I mean, there's, there's so much. I mean, we've got a lot. I mean, as long as we've got our equipment here, I mean, we've got our, you know, our equipment stored here. So as long as we've got our amps and our guitars, you know, everything's pretty much set. So we're fine. You know, it's we just get on with it, go to the venues and do our thing. And it's, it, we're pretty, pretty easy to, to deal with. So it's, we don't really need a lot to make a good show happen. Right on. And if you have any downtime in a city, what is your, your favorite pastime? If you're visiting a new place you haven't been to before. Yeah, usually it'd be, you know, going to a nice bar or something like that, but we, you know, you can't really do it on this tour because we've got to be really careful. You know, we're going to be touring for three months. The last thing we want to do is get sick, you know, to any, you know, to catch anything. So, 
we're really careful on this. We're all keeping together and we're not doing too much exploring. Um, but it's nice just to see, you know, see the city and see what's going on in different places. But yeah, we've just we've just had to be a lot more careful this time. Right on. Well, lucky for you if you're on the West Coast the next few days like you are. We're, you know, we're pretty, we've been pretty safe out here, you know, very, very strong on the vaccinations and the booster shots and the social distancing. And yeah. Just, until yeah. literally last week when we dropped everything. So, and even a couple of shows, oh, okay. I, see, I saw Mono Lord and Fire Reaver uh, last week, and pretty much people were still wearing masks, even if they didn't have to. So it's kind of up to yeah. people, you know, it's up yeah. to whoever wants to. And we're yeah, doing our best. Exactly. We want to keep you yeah. safe. We want to be safe. I want to keep going to shows. I went like two years without a show. I want to keep going to shows. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. You just got to yeah, yeah. Obviously, I imagine when the tour is over, you guys have more stuff in the works. So summer festival season is coming. I'm sure you guys have some big gigs coming up. What else can you share with us well, that you have in the works? Well, after this, we're um, going back to the UK. We've got, I think, three days off, and then we're going to go tour with ghosts around the UK and in Europe for a month. So we're going to be busy up until the end of May, just touring. And then after that, we're not going to do any festivals this summer, but... We're going to do a little bit of recording, hopefully, later in the year. But, yeah, it's just everything's taking so much longer with this whole COVID thing. And, you know, there's delays at pressing plants and things like that. So everything's just, you know, a constant uphill battle at the minute to try and get things done. Right on. Great to hear you going into the studio. That ghost tour is going to be amazing. I saw the first night of that tour here. So I know Twin Temple is coming is coming over there also. That's an incredible bill. From yeah. to see Ghost yeah. in Twin Temple. Uh, amazing stuff. Ghost New Album is really good. And I love Twin Temple so much. They're so fun. And uh, it was great to do arenas. Yeah. See them in an arena here and hear like 8,000 people chanting, Hail Satan! <laughs> at the top of their lungs. <laughs> it was so fun. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Can't wait. Right on, and and again, I uh, what would I, you guys always have a very like what I consider to be very like stripped down visual uh, thing. Is there any temptation to have kind of like a big presentation for the bigger, you know, to match? Go, you can't really nobody can match Ghost except Maiden or Metallica. But like, do you feel the temptation to like maybe do something a little more visual, or you just guys going to come out and play like always? Well, we we can't really, unfortunately, we can't. Uh do our full show we've got a backdrop we're allowed a backdrop but uh we can't because we do uh the projection we project a lot of visuals mm. when we do our own show uh but obviously you know we're just a support act so we can't bring our full presentation so we'll have a backdrop and it'll be uh, low lighting you know backlighting and things like that um but that'll be fine because we've done that before on headline shows um so yeah it's it's you know as long as it sounds good that's really the main thing Oh, naturally, naturally. And so, yeah, great, great to hear you guys are going to go in the studio after the tour. And uh, I, I imagine that means record number six. We will not see it until probably later in 2023 if you're still going to be recording over the summer. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> there could be something for that. Um, depends, again, on the, uh, you know, the pressing plant and all the rest of that shit. It just, you know, it's something constantly getting delayed but hopefully there might be something before then um, you know we've been, I've been working on a lot of new music uh, and a lot of other things uh, so hopefully we'll have something out by the end of this year uh, but if not definitely next year there's going to be a lot of stuff going on 
fabulous. I'd love to hear it. And yeah, it's 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 you know we'll see perhaps um, this shortage of vinyl or the backup of the vinyl, you know, supply chain. We'll call it. Um, I know I saw a thing yesterday where Jack White was like begging record companies to make their own plants, especially here in America, yeah. in the UK. Yeah. And obviously he has a record label. So that's also in his self-interest to get more plants happening and open. So, yeah, it's just a challenge right now. I know um, there was a funny thing with Adele, right, where she uh, insisted on having half a million vinyls pressed of her record that comes on two vinyls. So a million size of vinyls <laughs> exactly. for the Adele record. And she sold yeah. like 300,000, which is incredible, right? That's unbelievable. Right. Anybody, I, I, you know, yep. no, not, I'm yep. not knocking Adele. She's one. But also, holy shit, yo! Like when Adele can sell three hundred thousand vinyls, that means everybody's doing it. It's not just kind of like our thing anymore. But you know, it's not just collectors yeah. and underground metalheads buying vinyl. It's actually everybody yeah. at the shops, you know. Yep, and that's it's great. And I've heard CD sales are up again as well, which is nice. So it's good that physical media people are supporting bands and artists. It's nice um, that we're getting away from all the digital. Bullshit MP3, <laughs> obviously streaming. So streaming is still a thing, unfortunately, but it's nice that people are willing to support. You know, band. Um, they want the physical thing because that's what I want as well. As a fan, I want. I want to buy an album. I want to read the inlays, look at the artwork, listen to it properly rather than through a, you know a shitty computer speaker. Um, exactly. Even my phone yeah, has better yeah. sound than my computer. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. Um, but I mean, we, of course, the only problem about Adele pressing a million records is it then pushes all the independent artists further back into the queue because she has priority. And so it's like, you know, it's a, it has a knock-on effect for the smaller artists uh, that are trying to get their stuff pressed because she's taking up, you know, and it, not just her, but you know, yeah. another version of Fleetwood Mac rumors or another thing for records. So they and all the other, right. you know, so it's things get pushed back further and further for all the rest of us, but that's just the way it goes. So hopefully we'll start seeing more pressing plants, things like that. It'd be nice. Maybe, you know, hopefully we'll get through this thing and timelines will get back to a more reasonable within a year or within eight years. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know some people yeah. don't like Record Store Day. I'm a fan. I actually also have a podcast separate from Bell's Code where we talk about vinyl a lot. And I like Record Store Day because it does kind of drive people into the shops, right? Which I think is a good thing. But I agree that it's sort of like at the end of the day, it's not that much far removed. You know, I think it's good. We're getting more people into physical media and vinyl and appreciating that life fine, right? That's what yeah. awesome. That was like the always yeah. the awesome thing for me. That's why I love records. I go into the shop and flip through the stacks and find that thing. But also, um, yeah, you know, I think sometimes, you know, on one hand, it's like the digitally the availability but on the other hand, it's like if you really love something, you'll go find it for yourself anyway, no matter what. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully support with your dollars. Um, obviously, you're a streaming age band and streaming has helped you. But also, yeah, you know, everybody go out there and, you know, go to your shops and go to your band websites and go to Bandcamp while we still can. And, like, you know, go there. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Thanks yeah. for uh, humoring this line of questioning. Though. I didn't intend to go that way. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, no it's just fun to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah, man, pleasure. Outside of music, which you've been, you know, obviously writing and 
making and getting ready to tour? What else? Oh. Have you been doing anything else fun for yourself? Yeah, not really. It's just been pure music, really, for me. You know, just playing guitar and writing, working in the studio, you know, doing my own thing. Um, for me, that's the best, the best way of getting away from it all, really. Yeah, I get it. No, I know a lot of people pick their hobbies or new books or something. You know, I suddenly got into the supernatural. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I suddenly got my Ouija board out and I was talking to spirits the whole yeah. pandemic. I've had a couple of those interviews and, um, you know, everybody was making here in America. We were doing a lot of sourdough bread and baking when we couldn't leave. Uh, all right, yeah, yeah. Well, so. You know, I always like to see what else is going on. But yeah, no, I'm so stoked to hear that music has been continued to be your number one outlet. It's, uh, it's, yeah, I couldn't live without it. I can't imagine how I would have survived this whole time without it lately. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, continued success. Keep being safe out on the road. Looking forward to the show this week. Yeah. Oh, um, KR Stars yeah. of Uncle Acid is so pleased to talk to you once again. Best of luck, and we'll be li listening out for new music hopefully. Uh, Excellent. Sounds great. Thank you very much, Keith. I appreciate it. This has been another episode of the Ghost Cult Magazine Podcast. Check us out at ghostcultmag.com and follow our socials at Ghost Cult Mag. Until the next time, peace. <laughs>